Hello, everyone, and welcome to and let's be heard for Thursday, September eighth, twenty twenty two. I'm Mike Kachapoli. All right, how's everyone doing? How's everyone doing on this this Thursday? This Thursday, the heat wave is finally subsiding here in in uh, in San Francisco. I think uh, by the end, by tomorrow and the weekend, it's going to be much cooler. So we're finally out of it. We're out of this. We're out of this first heat wave, but. It's early September, so this could go on for another month where, you know, every couple of days it can come back, another week it can come back again. We can have triple-digit temperatures several times over the next month here. And, of course, we have to be on the edge here. Every time there's a little heat wave, we have to be on the edge here in California because we don't know about the rolling blackouts and the lack of uh, juice. Our electrical grids are in terrible shape. And I'll get to an article shortly about uh, the, actually the Wall Street Journal editorial board uh, wrote an article about California's blackouts being the result of man-made climate policies, not climate change. And that should ring a bell for some people when the Wall Street Journal says man-made climate policy is the problem with the electrical grid here in California. It's why Gavin Newsom has to come out and tell everyone ridiculously to set their AC to 78 degrees. So it's man-made climate policies, not climate change, that's causing blackouts <coughs> and problems. Now, how, why does that ring a bell? Well, uh, because it was man-made COVID policies, not COVID itself, which caused all the issues, which caused all the destruction, death, misery, over the last two and a half years. The exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. The way it's not climate change, which is causing the power problems in California, it's the man-made climate policies. It's the same way that COVID, okay? It's the way COVID hasn't caused all the issues we've seen with excess deaths and with our, our kids in schools being set back and with businesses being closed. That was COVID policies. That was lockdowns and mandates. COVID policy that caused that stuff to happen. So we're seeing, see, there's a connection there. And of course, the connection is Democrats. The connection is Gavin Newsom here in California. So I will get to that Wall Street Journal article slightly. Um, but what I wanted to start with was a Tony Fauci coming out and saying that the the vaccines, the, 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 the new booster, once again, I, I lose track. So I think this is vaccine shot five, booster three, right? Yeah, vaccine shot five, booster three. <clears throat> shot five, booster three, um, cannot be tested on humans because there's no time, okay? There's, there's no time. To test it, we have we have a wave coming, and everyone's dying. And does this sound familiar to you? Emergency, emergency! Does anyone fucking believe there's no time to test these boosters? Does anyone believe that we're in such an emergency? We're in such an emergency. We continue to be in such a COVID emergency that there's no time to test this stuff on humans. Now, this is not only unethical, but what does he care about ethics? I mean, did Dr. Mengele care about ethics? Of course not. He's a sociopath. But we live in such a fucking twisted country run by these the dementia in chief, the, the dementia Alzheimer's patient in chief. And all of his men around him and women who have no fucking clue what they're doing. We have such an inept administration that we're actually putting a vaccine out there that's only been tested on eight mice. Now, that's a, there's a real valid reason. Why Fauci doesn't want them tested it has nothing to do with time. Fauci doesn't want these vaccines, these new boosters tested. He doesn't want them tested because he knows they would fail. And if they fail, he's not being the good, you know, his, his big pharma whoring goes south, right? He knows his friends in big pharma aren't going to make more money off of booster number three, shot number five. Okay, he knows that he knows that if these vaccines go through the if these boosters go through the rigorous testing that all prior vaccines before 2020 went through. He knows they would fail the testing and therefore 
Pfizer, Moderna would lose money. And he wouldn't be doing his job. He wouldn't. Fauci has to be a big pharma whore to the grave. It wasn't enough being a big pharma whore till 60 years old or 70 years old. He didn't kill enough gay men through AIDS for that. It wasn't enough. He has to be a big pharma whore at 82 till the day he fucking dies. So this is the real reason why Fauci doesn't want uh, these, these boosters tested. Of course, it's absolutely absurd to say there's no time. Like it's a, a plague has hit, has, a plague, plague number 35 has hit now, and we must get these out there or everyone's going to die. This is what a charlatan this man is. This is what a charlatan this man is, a true sociopath. When I compare him to Mengele, I'm fucking serious. I'm serious. Yes, you know what? People comparing politicians to Hitler is probably over the top. Comparing Dr. Fauci to Dr. Mengele is not over the top. It's an exact, it's exactly right, because if he were around back then in Nazi Germany, Fauci would be doing exactly what Mengele is doing. There are just certain safeguards we have here now that don't let him to go, that don't allow him to go full Mengele. But if he was allowed to go full Mengele, he would go full Mengele. There's no doubt about it. The man is a sociopath. He's a sick, he's a very sick, twisted individual. So, and the media puts him on. He says something like there's no time. He says in September of 2022, there's no time to test booster number three, vaccine number five. And the media allow, continue, that doesn't even question him. They keep on putting him on. So you see, they're complicit. This is just as if the media were putting Dr. Mengele on television in the 30s and 40s. It's the exact same thing. They're giving a, a sociopath who has killed people in order to push bad drugs and bad vaccines through his entire lifetime on television constantly. They put him on constantly. So they are complicit. They are complicit. All the children who get myocarditis or the kids get myocarditis, all the people who die all of a sudden at 30, you know, more and more people are dying now all of a sudden at 30, 35, no reason. Eh, well, what are you going to do, right? All of that, they're complicit in that. They're complicit in all the data we're going to be, we're, we're going to be mining, which shows how destructive these vaccines have been. The media is complicit in that. So he, you know, you're talking about, I really want to play that Ron DeSantis thing again. I have to play that Ron DeSantis thing again, where he talks about elf tossing and tossing him across the Potomac, because that's cathartic. I could actually play that. I could play that over and over as I fall asleep. That's how cathartic that that sound clip is. Every time I see Fauci now, I think it's just elf tossing time. I, I try not to take him seriously anymore. But unfortunately, they put him on. Like I said, the mainstream media puts him on television and people see him and they believe him. And they believe when he says something as fucking idiotic as there's no time to test these boosters. We have to get them out. How idiotic that is. Polio was an actual real emergency. <clears throat> Did Jonas Salk say there's no time to test these things? We have to get them out. A real emergency, polio was. A real emergency, not a fake emergency like COVID. A real emergency. Did, 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 did Jonas Salk say, we have no time to test these? We have to get, did he, did, he, did he get them out five years earlier? Now, remember, people were dying through all that time. But you know what? It's unfortunate. It had to be tested. It had to be tested. They had to know that the vaccine wasn't going to end up killing more people. Then it helped in the short term and, of course, in the long term. This is called ethics. This is called a doctor with ethics, okay? This is called a sane doctor. So in a real emergency, you know, Jonas Salk had much more uh, reason to say something that Fauci just said. We got to get these out as quickly as possible. We can't test them as much as we want. Because actually, that was a real emergency polio. Did he say that, though? No. But Fauci, in this fake emergency, two and a half years into this, says it is such an emergency that we don't have time to test these new boosters on more than eight mice. 
this man belongs in jail. How many times do I have to say this? I'm going to keep saying it until he goes to jail or dies, whichever one comes first. If he dies, you know, nothing I can do about it. But he belongs in jail. He belongs in jail. That's where he belongs. And yet we just see him on television all the time as though he is he is the king of doctors. He is he is science, as he says, and, and the media pretends he is science. Science says we're in an emergency and there's no time to test the vaccine. Did you ever think you would hear that? A doctor say there's no time to test something. Yet that's what he said. Believe me, if this were a doctor like Scott Atlas working under Donald Trump and he came out and said, there's no time to test these things, the media would be going apeshit. The Democrats would be screaming, nobody take these. Nobody take these. We're advising nobody to take them. Don't take them. Too dangerous. Don't take them until they're tested on humans. You could bet your last fucking dollar. That's what Democrats in the media would be shouting from the rooftops. Don't take these untested vaccines. They're unsafe. But because it's Dr. Fauci under Joe Biden, and he says something like there's no time to test them, the media falls hook, line, and sinker, and all Democrats are saying, oh, it's okay. We don't have to test them. So this is where we are. This is where we are. Once again, if Trump has said any of this, the Democrats would do the opposite. If Trump has said wear masks, Democrats would say that's voodoo medicine. We're not wearing masks. Dangerous, dirty, bacteria ridden. We're not going to put masks on our kids, you fascist, orange head, bloated man. You know, that's what they'd be saying, right? Just like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden said they wouldn't take the Trump vaccine, but they took the Vouchy vaccine, same vaccine, of course. So once again, if Trump were out there pushing these vaccines now, these boosters not being tested, if it were Scott Atlas, the Democrats would be putting up warnings all over the place not to take them. This is how... This is how scary this Trump derangement syndrome goes, how deep it goes, how deep this goes and how dangerous it is to adults, to children, to anybody. Robert Kennedy, who everyone should follow, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., An analyst by two German university professors of government data implicates COVID-19 vaccinations, a factor in excess deaths in Germany. However, public health officials in Germany, the U.S. and elsewhere, continue to ignore safety signals. So Robert F. Kennedy's site is Children Health Defense, childrenshealthdefense.org. And he's been putting up these advisories since day one. He's been putting up all these stories since day one. And he put up this one today about the excess deaths in Germany and the connection to the vaccine. These are not excess deaths due to COVID, by the way. These are excess deaths, period. Um, Also, the fact that uh, here's another big story, since we're talking about Fauci. A judge gives Fauci 21 days to turn over emails with social media giants. Another story that Rob F. Kennedy put up, and Kennedy thinks it's a big deal, and it is a big deal. A federal judge on Tuesday ordered Dr. Anthony Fauci and the White House press secretary to hand over their communications with five social media giants. The ruling stems from a lawsuit alleging the Biden administration colluded with the companies to censor COVID-19 viewpoints that weren't aligned with the administration's official narrative. So um, what happened is, yeah, yeah, the ruling, a federal judge, yeah, he has three weeks. The ruling stems from a lawsuit, blah, blah. That the email, you know, that Facebook and Twitter would uh, would say everything is COVID misinformation if it didn't align with the White House. We've seen emails already uncovered that show the White House saying things like to Twitter, "Can you please get rid of this 
fake Fauci accounts, a Fauci parody account, an account that was obviously parody. It would never have fooled anybody uh, to believe it was really Anthony Fauci, anyone over the age of 12. And, uh, and Twitter said, sure, right, right, take it right down. We'll do as you say, Master Sire. <laughs> U.S. Uh, District Judge Terry Doughty in, in July ordered the Biden administration to swiftly produce records requested by the plaintiffs as part of the discovery process. On August 2nd, Schmidt and Landry filed discovery requests seeking documents and information from the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases and its director, Fauci. Okay, so... Hopefully, within the next 21 days, um, and by the way, Fauci refused to provide records or answer any questions posed by the plaintiffs, claiming the communications were protected under executive privilege. They always do. That's what criminals always do. They always say it's executive privilege. When they want something to hide, it's executive, executive privilege, executive privilege. The government claimed Fauci should not be required to answer the plaintiff's questions or provide records related to his capacity as NSA director. NA director, or related to his capacity as Biden's chief medical officer. Additionally, the government sought to withhold records and responses from Jean-Pierre. That's the White House press secretary. So now this is a long story, but the judge, the upshot is the judge is uh, saying no. He now must have ordered Fauci and Jean-Pierre to comply within 21 days. So we'll see what comes out of that. Hopefully... Hopefully, something comes out of it. Of course, there'll be no real investigation until Republicans take over Congress. But this is a good start. Okay? This is a very, very good start. Um, because we know that Fauci has said many times that he could do whatever he wants, right? He said this is executive privilege, as the show's emails. Has said that uh, doctors on the take don't have to show, don't, don't, <laughs> you know, don't have to show their tax returns and they, if you if you royalties, you don't have to declare royalties. You don't have to. It's ridiculous. It's royalties from big pharma don't have to be revealed. It's it's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. And this is the game Fauci's been playing his whole career, basically taking royalties um, in exchange for pushing deadly drugs. Drugs don't work. And he's been able to skirt around the law the little elf weasel who's been able to skirt around the law. But at some point, the law is going to come and bite him in the ass. Like I said, it'll either be the law or the Grim Reaper that'll get him first. But this guy's been a, a, a career criminal his entire life as a doctor. He's a criminal. He's not a doctor. Okay? He's found ways to skirt the law to make money to push bad drugs and bad vaccines. You see, they're like, I'm sure he's getting royalties. I'm sure he's getting a lot of money under the table to say something on national television. Like, there's no time. I am Dr. Fauci, and I'm declaring it's an emergency, and there's no time. My hair's on fire. We have to get going. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's a, it's a plague. It's a plague. No, no time to test them. Get those out and get those in your arms, or you're going to die. See, that's basically that's what he's paid for. That's what he's paid for. He's the like the mouthpiece. He's not a doctor. He's a mouthpiece for big pharma. He does their bidding by going on television saying things like, we can't test these. There's no time. You'll die if you don't take them. Boy, I don't think I've ever seen a bigger scumbag in my life than this guy. A bigger scumbag than Tony Fauci. Speaking of scum, I mentioned this a little bit yesterday. Um, Kathy Hochul in New York, they finally decided to allow masking to be voluntary on the subway. And uh, we know the election is only 60 days out. Lee Zeldin is, is on her tail. Polls show that there's a possibility for a Republican to win. It hasn't happened since George Pataki, Republican governor of New York. That's incredibly rare. Especially in this post-Trump era. I never thought, I didn't think we'd see a Republican governor of New York for, for a long, long time. But there's actually a real possibility she'll lose, and she'll, she knows that. So 60 days to election, and all of a sudden she, she says, okay, masks can be voluntary, and they put up the signs in the New York City subways saying, Let's respect each other. Masks are encouraged, but optional. Let's respect each other's decisions. 
let's respect each other's choices is the word they use, choices. <laughs> but after this was after two and a half years of them telling those of us who chose not to wear a mask that we were killers of women, killers of babies, killers of grandparents, killers of small puppies. We were killing everybody. Our breath was going across the room and killing people if we didn't wear a mask. They were telling us that for two and a half years. That was not respecting our choice. Finding you, arresting you, saying you're a killer of babies and small children and women and, and grandparents is not respecting choice, I don't think. I don't think, that, I don't think that's under the headline of respecting someone's choices, right? Yet now, six days before an election and going right into flu season, I mean, you think this is the time. These nut jobs who believe this, these nut jobs who believe masks stop viruses, you would think it, this is the time now when they would want people to wear masks, right? Right? Wouldn't that make sense? It, in their world, not we know masks don't do shit, but if you believed that masks stop viruses, going into flu season is, a, is, a, is the time you would not make mask wearing optional. You'd keep it mandatory through flu season. But no, you see, it's all about politics. And the election's two months away, and it's getting tighter in the polls. And she knows that most people are over this mask shit. So, there you go. All of a sudden now it's respecting the choice. Two and a half years of telling us we're murderers. Two and a half years. Now, Fauci's the real murderer, but they, they claimed we were all murderers for not wearing masks. Not for, you know, you're not a murderer for like, you're not a murderer for pushing like AZT. You're not a murderer for pushing bad vaccines that aren't tested and lying and saying there's no time to test them. That you're not a murderer for. But we were all murderers, you remember. Because this is very recent. We were all murderers for not wearing masks. That our breath was going to kill grandma. Our breath, even if we were feeling great, was going to kill everybody. And that one person wearing a mask, remember that? Remember they said one person wearing a mask was not enough, which is why they didn't respect our choice not to? <clears throat> because our breath could go through that mask, but our breath couldn't go through our mask and then through their mask. Does this make any sense as I talk this through? That's what they told us, right? Our breath, even if the person across from us was wearing a mask, could go through their mask into them, but... So the breath could go through the mask, but our breath couldn't go through our mask and then through their mask, right? That's basically what they said for two years. People, that's exactly what they said. Remember those little signs they put up which said, okay, they showed both, both faces wearing a mask and they said 96% protection. They made that shit up. Then they showed like one person wearing a mask and one person not like 4% protection. They, they made that up. So on and so forth, right? Remember that? But as I just spoke through, as I just talked through that scenario, did it make any sense scientifically? Of course not. But this is what they told us for two years. We were all murderers for not wearing masks. But now, respect choice. So you see, this is what we got. We got a doctor in Fauci, a big pharma whore, Kathy Hochul, political whore. These people do things all just out of money, power, and politics. That's the whole story. Money, it all goes back to money, power, and politics. That's the reason for everything. There's no science involved here. There's no worry about concern for the other person. There's no uh, for the for the greater good. That's all made up horseshit. That's all made up um, focus group garbage. Money, power, and politics is why all of this has been done. And when you talk about politics, you also can talk about things like climate change. Now, this is a very interesting thing. I've talked about this in the past. Climate change is something I used to believe in. I used to believe in a little bit. But I'm not quite sure anymore. Because it's brought to you by the same people who brought you COVID. Regulations and hysteria and fear. The exact, it's the exact same people, by the way. It's the exact same people. So, I don't know if I believe it anymore. I don't. I know our ice caps have melted before. I know that we've gone through periods of extreme heat before, extreme cold. We only have, what, about 150 years of meteorological data? So we have no idea what happened before that. You see, we're a little blip in time. 
those of us living right now, I should say, little blip in time. Now, many people here think they're more important than a little blip in time, that their time is the most important time, but it is absolutely not. It's just a little blip in time. So, we don't know exactly what happened going hundreds and hundreds of years back. We don't. We don't know how many cycles of this there have been. We don't know how many cycles there have been where places have seen record heat. We don't know how many cycles there have been where places that have seen below average snowfall. Remember, 150 years is nothing. 150 years of data is, is nothing. When you look at the history of the world and how, how you know. But it, it, once again, this is, like, this is like common sense talk. You can talk through this with like a normal person who's not rabid, like the rabid COVIDian or the rabid climate person. Um, and what we have here in California, basically, I'm going to, I'm going to just pull up this Wall Street Journal article that they, that they wrote about how we're seeing the exact same thing with climate in California as we saw with COVID, which is that it's the climate change policies that are causing these power issues, not climate change, just as it was the, just as it was the COVID policies that caused most of the damage, not COVID itself. We're seeing the exact same thing from the exact same people, from the exact same person, Gavin Newsom. The exact same person. This is the Wall Street Journal article uh, just written yesterday. And it says, the Wall Street Journal editorial board says, California blackouts are a result of man-made climate policies, not climate change. They blame Democrat Gavin Newsom's green policies for the energy shortages. The Wall Street Journal editorial board criticized Gavin Newsom climate change policies on when arguing that they're causing the state's energy shortages. Now we'll get to Daniel on the calls in a second. I just want to finish this article. It's very short. California is narrowly averting rolling blackouts, but the threat looms all week amid an unpleasant but not unusual. Remember, unpleasant heat wave, but not unusual. Remember, Florida is hot for the whole year, and they can run their air conditioners. Without this is, and this is, I'll get back to the article in a second, but this is a point I want to make. Once again, it's the same as COVID. COVID was in California and COVID was in Florida. But you have very different outcomes when it comes to the economy and the damage that was done by COVID restrictions, by mandates, like lockdowns and vaccine passports and mandates and masking and all that with children in schools and sh- closing schools. So, COVID was in both places, but the policies were different, so you had different outcomes, right? Same thing. Climate change, if you believe in climate change, is in California and Florida. It's not just in California or just in Florida. It's in both places. But here in California, as the Wall Street Journal writes and correctly writes, we have these ridiculous climate change, Green New Deal cult policies, which fuck up our power grid. They're not doing that in Florida, you see. So they can run their air conditioners basically year-round in a state that's 20 times hotter than California, okay? Yet they have no problem with rolling blackouts. The governors have to go on TV every day with an emergency in a flannel suit talking about putting up your air conditioning to 78. Please do your part. He doesn't have to do that because he's, like, competent. I'm going to get back to this policy. California narrowly diseasing. Okay. But. Uh, Gavin Newsom's dirty energy secret, they call it. This ought to be a warning about how the government force-fed green energy transition is endangering grid reliability. But Democrats in the media can't break out of their climate change conformity to think clearly or think at all like they couldn't break out of their COVID cult narrative and conformity. California does not have enough energy to supply consumers demand and has asked people to reduce their homes powering air conditioning but yeah uh, even and stop charging this is this is hilarious the whole situation even charging their electric cars during heat wave people folks my friends my friends there are two i think believe two percent two percent of the population has electric cars right now so with two percent maybe in california it's a little bit higher let's let's pick up a number like five Let's say 5% of the people in California have electric cars. In a four-day heat wave, they're told not to charge them up. What's going to happen when California transitions as they want to in about 10 years or so, 100% electric cars? And, of co- and according to these climate change crazies, it's going to be even hotter. 
So there'll be more heat waves 10 years from now. And 100% of the people, not 5%, will have electric cars. How is the power grid going to handle that? Once again, though, they're so stuck in their cult way of thinking, their climate cult, Green New Deal cult way of thinking, that common sense doesn't matter. Real numbers and real reality doesn't matter to them. California does not have enough energy supply consumers demand that has asked people to reduce using their air conditioning, powering their homes, and even charging electric cars. This past week, California's electric grid operator, well, that is, issued an energy emergency alert three, its highest alert level. They love, they love numbering like emergencies and color coding. That's all they do here, right? Number three, climate. Number yellow, COVID. Green, red, COVID. Climate five. Democrats blame climate change for the state's weeks-long warnings to conserve power, but California's climate hasn't suddenly changed, the journal's editors wrote. What has drastically changed in recent years is California's electric generation. Solar and wind power have rapidly expanded thanks to rich government subsidies, along with the state's renewable mandate. They noted that mandates, of course, they noticed that these subsidies have made it more difficult more difficult for gas and nuclear generators to make money and hence cause the closure of said facilities. The result is that the state often lacks sufficient power. When the sun goes down, because you need like the sun, right, for solar, the editors noted, that's why Gavin Newsom has said to turn your AC up to 78 between 4 and 9 because the sun's going down and they're losing power because they're ridiculous green energy bullshit. The editors noted that California must rely on imports from other states in the evenings and that these imports are becoming less dependable since California's neighbors are also losing base load generators owing to their, yes, owing to their own renewable build, uh, build outs. During heat waves that span the Southwest, like the one this week, California must resort to emergency measures to reduce electricity demand, they wrote. The analysts warned that what starts in California rarely stays in California, and Americans everywhere will soon be soaked with higher prices for power that is becoming less reliable. The grid problems that Californians are enduring will grow and spread as subsidized green energy subsidies and mandates spread their harmful incentives throughout the U.S. economy in coming years. The culprit is the left's climate policies, not climate change, they concluded. Hello, Daniel. Daniel, you're on the air. Hello, Daniel, you there? Hey. There you go. I'm on the air now. You are. I think I am. Am I? Yes, you're here. I hear you. Okay, right. I'm here. Yeah. Um, rolling blackouts. I think uh, Gavin Newsom uh, is very fond of them. Probably reminds him of his uh, fraternity days at Santa Clara University. Is that a joke? That's a joke. Rolling oh. blackout. <laughs> ah. Fraternities, blackouts, alcohol. You oh, get it? This is, I, didn't went to, I never went to a university. So I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. oh, you know what? I've watched Animal House. Is that close enough? Yeah, there you go. Now you, <laughs> you, you got the gist of it. They're right there. Okay. Um, yeah. Famous line from uh, Animal House, which is uh, totally appropriate with the Fauci situation, which is, uh, you fucked up. You trusted us. There you go. Then I remember that line. Yes. yes. And um, speaking of uh, theme songs, I think you got one. Hmm. Another, you have another idea? Yeah, well, you take that um, a DeSantis clip of him talking about elf tossing, and you put it to music. Well, you know, just some just some generic music and, and the elf, elf, elf tossing uh, uh, overdub. You know what? That might be a good idea to use that as an intro. That might be, you know what? You, you might have come up with a brilliant idea there. You know, you know what I'd like to use. I'd like to use the curb your enthusiasm, but I don't know. I, I guess I can. everyone uses that. It's overused, isn't it? Everyone uses the curb your enthusiasm theme. I don't know which theme. What is, what is the theme for curb your enthusiasm? You are a huge 
Seinfeld fan, and you've never watched Curb. I know, I know, I know. I have I have blind spots in in my my uh, cultural, um, uh, what, what should we call it? Um, and, anyway, there's there's blind spots in, in, in areas of my life. My I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's you know it's a, it's a Curb. You you've heard it though. It's, you know. Do, do, oh do, yeah, do, I've, do, I've, do, I've watched. Do, 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 Dude, you've heard it a million times. <laughs> uh, maybe I have, and I've watched the clips of uh, Curb yeah. Your Enthusiasm, yeah. but uh, I've, I've just, I've just, just never been. Uh, I don't have a TV. I haven't had a TV for over twenty years. I don't want one, and um, so you know, I don't have cable. Don't have any of that stuff. Who are you? That uh, who's that guy that said tune in, turn out? Doctor Timothy Leary, right? Yeah, if Timothy Dr. Leary. Timothy Leary were around these days. He wouldn't have cable. Most yeah. Likely. yeah, yeah. That maybe he's he's too he's too busy tur- turning on and turn, turning yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> tuning in and turning out. But you you're you're a guy. I want I want to bring this back just for a second to um, to climate change. Now you're a guy who's always believed in climate change, but you've also gone through this. You know, I guess can I call it second thought in a way, or you know, idea because it's just, it comes from the same the fear and hysteria comes from the same people like Gavin Newsom. And I think the Wall Street Journal has a point. They really do. Well, here's what I've been saying since the beginning of this COVID nonsense. And that is truth matters. And sacrificing truth for the sake of, and many of my liberal friends, now now I call them illiberal, um, they um, said, well, we just we got we got to do this just to get rid of Trump. That is it, and do the whole panisteria thing just to uh, get rid of Trump. Um, and I, I, at that time, over two and a half years ago, I said, you're going to damage our scientific institutions and our trust in science. So when it comes to important things, things that you think are important, like climate change, there's going to be a whole new demographic of people that simply aren't going to buy it. Because you destroyed trust in science in general. Most people don't have enough scientific background to, to um, understand most of, most of science, regardless of the subject. So they're just trusting. They're trusting people. They're trusting in institutions. If you destroy that trust in institutions, it's going to be very, 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 very difficult to get it back within a generation. But they gambled on this. And they got rid of Trump. This did win for them politically. Um, this was a winner for them politically, but now they're stuck with this big problem. And what you were just saying a minute ago um, about your lack of trust in uh, climate change science right. is a perfect example of this. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 the fact of the matter is, is that they will never. That's the problem. Is that I think if you're living in California like we we do, I think you're either going to submit to this shit or you have to leave. Because they're never going to change here. Their beliefs are too ingrained. Their beliefs are too ingrained. In other words, they truly believe at sacrificing sacrificing everything now for a future that may or may not happen. We don't have the technology for a lot of this stuff yet, but they want to they want to push it as though we do. And well, they the sacrifice. They, they they love sacrificing other people's lives and other people's stuffs, other people's livelihood. We saw that during COVID. They sacrificed my children and many other children's educations. They sacrificed people's jobs. As long as they're protected from from these sacrifices, they'll they'll sacrifice all day long. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly, and they are protected from those sacrifices because Gavin Newsom didn't have to do one fucking thing. He told everyone else to do. He didn't have to. He'd have to do one thing, and then he lies. He says the dumbest fucking thing. Did you see he comes out the other day? First of all, you're coming out in the middle of the heat wave, telling people to turn your AC up to 78, and you're sitting there in like a flannel jacket and hat, like a, a fucking flannel sweat. It's ridiculous. And not just that, but then he has the gall to say, oh, well, 78, you couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how cold it was. No, you, you moron. 78 is not cold. It's very hot. Now, if you're, if you're outside and it's 110... And there's this, all of a sudden, there's this huge cold front that comes through and drops to 78. Oh, boy, that's going to feel cool. Yes, I understand that it initially feels cool when you're going from 115 outside to a 78-degree house inside. But after a short period of time, that 78 is going to feel kind of warm, kind of stuffy. Yeah, that's why they've always said, it's, it's always been the prevailing thought that 68 to 72 is where you should always 
keep your thermostat because that's comfort. 68, some people like the lower end, some people like the higher end, but 68, 70, 72 is the comfort zone. This seven, who came up with this 78? Is it the same person that came up with uh, 15 days to flatten the curve? The same person that came up with uh, six feet of separation? Where did they come up with these Fakakta numbers? Do you have any idea or just pull them out of their ass? That that sounds like the appropriate orifice. Um, that's where that, that where everything else over the last two and a half years is. is uh, I'm assuming has been coming. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, when when it comes to the illiberal um, Democrats, you know, over and over again. My, my position on all of this, and and I do think climate change is a serious issue. My position on all of this is STFU. And change your own freaking behavior. If, if, as, as is with the case with all my liberal friends, if you're putting in 20 to 40,000 miles in international flights every year, you need to just shut the fuck up and stop doing that if you think climate change is a problem. If you have a big house, you need to get out of that big house if you think climate change is a problem. If you're driving 50 miles a day to, to, to work or just because you like driving, and they're spending lots of vacation time driving around, you need to stop doing that. You need to stop changing your own behaviors and telling what everybody else what to do. Look at the person in the mirror first. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Without, without a doubt. Of course. Of course. You know, and, and, and the fact the fact of the matter is that, once again, your, your own policies are what, what's causing these problems. I mean, your, your own policies – or what's causing you to have no power, to have to beg other states for power, to have to tell people once the sun sets that they have to shut their air conditioning off because the slow solar power goes out. We have less. It's obvious that their policies are what's causing these power grids to be strained. But what yes. they do always, just like they did with COVID, with their own policies, were causing COVID, as you and I have talked about many times over the last several months, to COVID be dragged out and dragged out and dragged out and masking, and, and all this shit that didn't work, okay? All of their policies have done this, yet what, have, what, do they, what does someone like Gavin Newsom always do? He did it during COVID, he's doing it now, is blame the people. Blame the people. If you're using your, if you have that air conditioner 75 and the power goes out, it's your fault, you bastard. Your fault. Hey, if, if, if someone dies of COVID, it's because you didn't wear a mask. It's because you didn't get the vaccine. It's because you didn't shut your business. You see, it's always the people's fault. It's and it's always, always the, the wrong fault. Yeah, and it's always the wrong people's fault. Um, right. They, right. They, they they blamed um, transmission and infection on people that refused to get vaccines and people that refused to mask. But who who actually um, uh, uh, is the most likely to get infected and the most likely to transmit. Now, I have to remind everybody that in order to transmit, you need to have symptoms. It is extremely, extremely rare to transmit an upper respiratory illness without symptoms. So who is more likely to get to get infected and who is more likely to have symptoms and therefore transmit? Well, it's very unhealthy people. It's our hypertensive, obese, diabetic population. But what have we been told over the last 10 years or so, no fat shaming. So we can't, so, so we can't put the political correctness in our institutions right now is so out of, out of whack and, and so unmoored from reality that they couldn't over the last almost three years come out and say, hey, if you really want to decrease your chances of getting a SARS-CoV-2 infection that is serious, then get your own health in order. Lose the weight. See if you can get off diabetic meds after you've lost, lost, lost your weight. See if you can essentially get rid of your diabetes. And you can certainly, in most cases, get rid of hypertension. Well, in 70% of cases, idiopathic hypertension, which is unrelated to weight gain, um, you're not going to be able to get rid of that. And, but in most people's cases, yep, you're going to be able to get rid of that, that hypertension. And, and there goes the population that was susceptible to COVID. But did they take responsibility for them, themselves? No, 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 no. Instead, they blamed healthy people. They blamed those that that weren't wearing masks because they understood the problem. They understood that the only people that are going to get this and the only people who are going to be seriously affected by it are the unhealthy. So the unhealthy who could not be bothered to take care of their own health over the last 20 years of their life 
have turned the reality and reality have turned um, ethics upside down on its head, inside out and backwards, and start blaming those who did the hard work of taking care of themselves over the last twenty years. Yeah, absolutely. No, we know that. Yes. Once again, we would the people who were shamed were the people who didn't wear masks, right? The people who were shamed. Who other people who didn't get the vaccine, right? They would come like 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 Biden would come out and say, you know, this is, you know, obviously falsely lying as usual. It's a it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So they'd come out and say that they would say, if you're not like I said earlier in the show, if you don't wear a mask, you're killing your grandmother. If you go near your grandmother, you're killing her. You know, so they they said these these ridiculous things, like you said, blaming the wrong people, blame they blaming the people. They made up this narrative in their mind that these people are to blame. But I think they came up with that because they knew they were to blame and they could not blame themselves. See, Newsom knows his, his, his ridiculous Green New Deal crap energy policy, his climate change hysteria is what's causing these problems with the energy, with the power grid. You don't have this power grid problem in Arizona. You don't have this power grid problem in Texas, in Florida, all states that are many times over hotter for longer periods of time. Than California, where people are running their air conditioning constantly. They never turn it off, let alone turn it up to 78. They never turn the damn thing off. Yet they have no problem with their power grid, you see. They have no problem because they are not invested in these ridiculous, extreme climate change policies. The same way they weren't invested in the extreme COVID mandate policies, you see. The same way, the same way their businesses are thriving there. The same way their businesses are thriving and ours have died and their students are thriving, and ours are in trouble. They push back alert. This is it's the same idea. It's the same idea, and it all comes down to what I've said before. Big government saying, we're going to decide what's best for you. Like Ronald Reagan said, I'm not a huge Reagan fan, but the thing he said about the, 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 the most terrifying thing you could hear is, hello, I'm here from the government. I'm here to help you. That, he's right. He was right, 100%. That's incredibly terrifying, more than ever. There's just so much damage that has been done to science in general and our science institutions and, and trust in them. And that is, like I said, it's going to take a generation to, to, to win that back. And in the meantime, we're going to pay a heavy, heavy price for this just for something that was entirely political. The whole COVID business is had, it was so laced with politics. Um, that, you know, none of this would have, none of this would have happened if, if Trump would have won, won the election. Uh, it wouldn't have gotten inflated anywhere near this. They would have dropped it like a hot potato after that. Um, but to, back to the elf on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> you go ahead. Yeah, um, this yeah, Mangala, uh, Mangala on a shelf. Um, every, everyone needs to to to, rem- to remember that at least uh, that the CDC admitted that over six months ago, ninety four percent of the population, and that would be approximately by now a hundred percent of the population, had already had a, a natural infection with, with SARS CoV two. So, and and everybody should know, I hope that that uh, natural immunity from SARS CoV two is far 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 more protective than the SARS-CoV-2 mRNA vaccines. It has a longevity at the very least of two years. So when this idiot gets on the air and says that we have no time to test these vaccines, which he thinks is an emergency, but is certainly not because it's been, has about the uh, lethality of a common cold now in most people, even in the unhealthy. Um, when he gets on and says that we have no time to test test this, I call it total bullshit. We have tons, given that everyone has had the infection, we have tons of time to test this because they have as good and natural, as good immunity as they are going to get from, from natural immunity. Give them a vaccine when they've already got this, this natural immunity. It's not going to change a damn thing. These idiots that come along and say, oh, it's going to boost it, you know, that which you've got from natural immunity is just going to give you a little bit better. Bullshit. Those studies have been all based entirely on antibody titers. Antibody titers, IgG antibody titers, wane quickly over a few months. Everyone in medical science knows about this. That is not how you measure immunity. 
the adaptive immunity is something that you have to look at T cells. You have to look at helper T cells and memory T cells, et cetera, and see just how good a job they have done memorizing the difference between self and non-self. That is non-self being these, these viruses. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so everyone's got, everyone ha- has natural immunity. Everyone's got as good immunity as they're going to get. Now is exactly the time when you, when you would experiment. Now is exactly the time when you would do more than eight mice <laughs> of toxicity experiments. I mean, this, this is, this is it's nuts. absurd. It's absurd. It really is. It, it is, it is beyond absurd because it was absurd two and a half years ago. It was absurd. It, um, Back in January of 2021, uh, it was yeah. absurd then what they were saying. So it, it's even more absurd now. From the very beginning, this has been a disease of people that don't take responsibility for themselves. And I don't see any indication after two and a half years and being and people being put in this constant state of hysteria, I don't see any indication that people are taking any more responsibility for their health. Instead, they're blaming the healthy and saying, oh, you healthy people got to wear a mask. Oh, you healthy people got to get vaccinated. No, we don't. And some of us are saying we flat on aren't going to. And fuck you. Right. And, and, and as, as, as one of the few good doctors said today, Jay Bhattacharya, dear college and university presidents, if you mandate the new BA4 slash 5 bivalent what's it called by bivalent booster for students you will be doing so on the basis of no clinical evidence that it stops disease transmission or protects against severe disease nor any human safety data whatsoever yours jay will they give a shit that's the question there's there's a lot of people that will give a shit but if they it, it is um Democrats? No, 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 they're not going to give a damn. They're not going to give one shit. Um, this has become so laced with politics, people's, um, with how they feel about a virus and, and the lethality of that virus and what people can do to avoid that virus and should do to avoid that, that virus. It is so steeped in politics that, you know, this, this is, it's it's almost it's almost like it's almost like the Democrats have 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 a one, their one party one issue party at this point, and that's that's amping hysteria of all kinds, whether it's monkeypox, whether it's climate change, whether whether it's COVID. That that's that, that's their one issue with with Republicans for so long. Their one issue was abortion, but for for Democrats, it's just hysteria, hysteria, hysteria all day long. Switching gears very quickly, and I guess I'll talk a little more about this tomorrow. Actually, a couple of things I'll preview. One is uh, Hillary Clinton has decided not to run again. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> okay, so she decided not to run. If, if you can believe her, right? I guess there's a, little, there's a little caveat to that. If you can believe her, we'll talk more about uh, Hillary not running tomorrow. And also, we didn't mention this. Uh, Queen Elizabeth died. Queen Elizabeth, are you, are you a monarchy kind of guy? Um, I could really care less that Queen Elizabeth died. Uh, oh, don't it, say that. That's not nice. You know what? I go no, on. But it's I go, exactly, wait, 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 wait. I go on Twitter. Nice. I go on Twitter, and all I'm seeing are people like making fun of her. You know, say, "Oh, making fun of her dying." Colonialist. She's dead. I don't understand. You know, even if you don't, I, I can't tell you something. I want to be honest. Even if Fauci were to go, like tomorrow, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd go on Twitter and start like, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't think you should celebrate anyone's death. I just well, don't. I'm not, I'm not celebrating. I'm not celebrating the Queen's death. I could just care less. There are millions and millions of people that die every day. And this is a classic example of the rich getting richer. They do it even in death. This, this person had a very privileged life. We should not be celebrating or great mourning life. their great life any life. more than anybody else on this planet. Yeah, but I mean, the reality is we do. I don't. No, no, I'm saying when someone famous dies, it gets more publicity. When someone not famous dies, because yeah, but when that, when that happens, I just, I just, you know, turn away from it. It is just, it's immoral to me to to to, to see that happen. Um, but I understand that. I just think it's human nature, and also if, if someone is perceived to have. Um, you know, accomplishments or have helped people through their life. That's off, often mentioned. Those people often get more playtime than others. People with accomplishments or that they the, the people feel they have, you know, helped people through life. I mean, 
given to charities, whatever it may be, have been a good person, a, a good doctor, you know, whatever it may be. I, I don't think there's anything totally wrong with that, but I just, I'm not like a, a huge monocly person. I'm, I'm not like really into the royal family. It's not a thing I'm into. I thought it was really sad. I was only really sad by one death, and that was Diana. Uh, the way it happened was incredibly tragic and horrible. Uh, of course, a lot to do with the media and the paparazzi. Um, but I, I think that it's it's um and of course Diana was young the queen was ninety six she had a great seventy years of power so you know it's obviously a big difference but um it it just amazes me how I don't know it, it amazes me how uh how obsessed people get on both sides with this the people well, who are totally obsessed with her loving her and the people who are obsessed with you know I guess dancing on her grave. Yeah. So, so my, my um, solution, if you want to call it that to this, is to simply disregard it. When, when Princess Diana uh, died and people were going on and on and on about it for weeks, if not years, I, I would just have to remind them, hey, you know what? About 40,000 people die in the U.S. alone on a nation's highways every single year. Mm-hmm. How many of them are you mourning? I mean, I mean this, it's just ridiculous. This this. There's there's a, a psychological um, a phenomenon, a, a name associated with the psychological phenomenon where the rich get richer. And this, and like I said, that this, this this is a perfect example of a rich getting richer. That is, spoils going to the rich even in death. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I don't take part in this nonsense. It's just, you know. <laughs> They had all the spoils that they could possibly ever, you know, imagine or deserve far more than they ever could deserve um, in life. I am not about to give them any more in death. Yeah, I mean, that's an opinion. You know, I, I, it, like I said, it's very interesting how there are certain people who are so, you know, upset, uh, you know, obsessed one way or another. Reaction. Yeah, I just don't care. But strong reactions, one way or the other, with this with this kind of a thing. It seems. Yeah, sort of yeah, my, my my way out of this is uh, I don't have a strong reaction one way or the other. I simply don't care. She lived. She lived a long life. She lived a privileged life. She's dead. Okay, everyone dies. Bye bye. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I guess you have no opinion on the new king, right? You don't really care. Okay, I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just look, don't, look, it, look, I, look, I don't, Daniel, a lot of this stuff, and we've talked yeah. this before, a lot of the stuff when people get so involved in other people's lives, it's because their lives aren't, are, are empty, right? Yes, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. How, how, how the hell did the Kardashians get famous? <laughs> that is the weirdest phenomenon. Do you remember um, back in, in like around the, the, the 80s, mid 80s, there was uh, this woman called Angeline or Angelina? Yeah. That, you yeah. remember that? Yeah. And she, her face was plastered all over, especially Hollywood, but all over California. And she was famous for being famous. It's, yep. Someone was just, I don't know if it was a, a husband or, or a rich husband or someone, but it was, they were just simply trying to make her famous. And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we live, in, we live in a time now where that's even more prevalent, right? People go on TikTok oh, yeah. stupid things and, and get millions of followers and make money off it, make a lot of money off it. Doing yeah. stuff. There are people on TikTok and Instagram doing like, especially young people, doing the dumbest fucking things. They just do like a 30-second or minute video of doing something totally stupid. And they get millions of followers, millions of, of likes, and they make money off this stuff. And I don't know. I you know, sometimes I like to say, okay, good for that person. All right, good for that person. You know, no one's forcing them to no one's forcing people to watch them, no one's forcing people to give them money, you know, or Venmo or anything like that. But so good for them, but also I wonder how long is this kind of a society, this kind of a thing sustainable, right? Well you have to wonder whether this sick son of a bitch in Memphis just yesterday or the day before who went around uh filming and putting on Facebook as he shot seven people and killed four you have to wonder whether he was doing this for social media. Well, that guy is caught. Did you see his mugshot? Did you see his, you see his smiling face? And the, the guy's nuts. The guy's totally fucking nuts. I mean, he's looting. But, but he was filming it live and putting it on social media. So there's so this creates social media creates some really perverse incentive yeah. for people that are nuts. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's the. 
you know, we can, you don't know what, you know, would have happened anyway, you know, is it just, you know, people do it in different ways now, you know, uh, look, there were plenty of crazies and serial killers way before the internet, way before social media, big ones, biggies, like Son of Sam, you know, so, and, and that was also fueled just by the media in general, right, the television media, the news media, so that's, that's been happening for a long time before social media, the news media giving giving nut nut jobs a a showcase right <clears throat> giving them publicity that's that always been a problem and it's always been something that uh, media when trying to be ethical which is, is is not their forte lately but when when the media tried to be ethical they, they always um talked about that or always had that debate about um how much publicity you give to these um Nuts that go around killing people, because many of them are just seeking that that attention. Yeah, I mean, you could do a whole series of shows on this as to whether this fuel things. You know, the the old the old argument about video games and violent video games. You know, fueling young people doing you know, the, the the crimes start going up. The violent crimes start going up with with young people when the video games, the violent video games started. You know, violent movies. Does that does that tie into it? I mean, you could you could do a lot of of, of, of different kinds of discussions on this kind of a thing. But it is obvious that we're in a time now where you know. And of course, that pisses us a lot, a lot of us off that these people are putting this stuff on social media and they either don't block it or takes them forever to figure it out. Yet when one of us posts an opinion about COVID, we get banned. Right. Didn't you just get recently get a seven day ban on Twitter for, for saying something totally innocuous? I yeah. got it. I got almost a seven day ban for simply saying that uh, Paul Pelosi got um, got a slap on his well-connected wrist. Yeah, I mean it's it's insane that they would you would get you would get the suspension for that, and they they claimed that it was violating the abuse and harassment policy. Who was I abusing? Was Paul Paul Pelosi reading this? And why would this be a? Why would no, I don't think so. I think it's I think see, I think the the, um, the the algorithms and the bots they have running these things are so poorly programmed. That they probably picked oh, up. I appealed it. I appealed it. And, 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 yeah, but it's going to a bit that that often goes to a bot too. I've appealed it too. It's sometimes it's just an appeal limbo where they never actually do anything. But it's a. I think the terminology that the bot probably picked up was slapping somebody. You see what I'm saying? Slap. They probably thought you had written something. Uh, that that, that word, that word alone, do you think was flagged? It, yeah, it's, right. It's, 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 it's slap, possible. Slap on wrist. The bot, the bot picked up is like, I want to punch this guy in the face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what their code is is picking up and uh, and how often a human being gets involved. That would be really interesting for when uh, Elon Musk is litigating this uh, this deal um, and trying to find out information about bot numbers. It would be really interesting to get some information information about who is looking at these appeals and how are people being centered in the first place? How much of it is... No, I, I know what it picked up because they probably programmed this because they're so in Nancy Pelosi's uh, you-know-what. They probably programmed... So you wrote the words in that, twi- in that tweet. You No, no, I, I, I get... I, I, yeah, I get yeah so Pelosi, Pelosi slap, you see? Yeah. Pelosi slap. So the, the computer panned and scanned that. So Pelosi slap, uh-oh, violence towards a official violence towards a person violence towards uh, it probably thought it was nancy pelosi it's probably so the, you you want to slap nancy pelosi daniel what are you doing how violent of you, you yes it'd be great to, if elon musk can, can can through his various lawsuits and and um and disputes with twitter after make after you know uh, this preliminary deal if he's able to expose as well as the number of bots that, yeah. uh, that are on twitter if he's able to expose oh. How does censorship happens exactly? Yeah. That censorship, shadow banning, shadow yeah. banning is usual. I'm, I, I have, I've only gotten a couple of seven day suspensions here and there, and once it was even a, my appeal worked. I guess I got the right computer, but I guess I got a robot in a good mood on a Friday. Um, but uh, but uh, the shadow banning, I am totally shadow banned. I'm sh- I've been shadow banned for years, um, and a lot of people are shadow banned where they make sure. As 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 Zuckerberg just admitted with, with the with the article about Hunter Biden, right? That you will get shadow banned. Not as many people will see you. They can do that. 
They can make sure not as many people see your tweets. If you're a Twitter, if you're a Twitterer, if you're not a preferred Twitterer with the with the DNC, um, you know you, you'll be shadow banned. And so that also needs to be exposed. He needs yep, to expose all of this stuff. There needs to be a hell of a lot of sunlight um, shined on what has become our de facto town square. Um, this can't, we cannot have a thriving democracy without a thriving town square. And if this is our de facto Times square, my God, there's got to be more sunshine on this town square because there has been nothing but overcast for a long time. Um, I'm going to sign off now, yeah, but, but too. Think, think, about, think about my theme song. You take that clip about throwing the elf across the Potomac and you, and, and you rhythmize it. That, you know how um, people that, uh, that spin, you know, and DJs when they spin where they can, you know. You mean where it's like elf across the Potomac, elf across the Potomac, elf across the Potomac, like that kind of a thing? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and just put that to, to a techno backbeat or something that, that can't, uh, there's no copyright yeah. existing for it. And, uh, and there you go. Boom. Yeah. Okay. I'll think about that. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate it. Maybe there's a maybe there's a music producer out there who can. But I I've actually been pretty good at putting some of this stuff together. But maybe it's like a music guy who can uh, put some. I like that idea. Yes, exactly. You spin it like Elf across the Potomac, Elf across the Potomac, Elf like you know, like yeah, and then you put some uh, music over it, and then you go into the show. Not a bad idea. I, you know, huh? Let's see. Maybe 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 that maybe we'll do that. Um, until at least until Fauci is gone, gone. All right. Well, tomorrow we will talk more about Hillary because it'll be Friday. I got to talk about Hillary on a Friday, I guess. Um, and if people want to, you know, if you're obsessed with the queen and you want to send your condolences, you can do that also. Um, if you think the monarchy's total horseshit, you can do that also. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. And it'll be a fun Friday. I might even do a couple of film reviews, a couple of quick film reviews. Um, and we'll have, have a little bit of fun. Um, this has been And Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Chopley. I want you to remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>